Welcome to the daily VFN Radio Highlights, where we're keeping the conversation light at VFNTV.com. Enjoy. Well, one particular prophetic man, Irvin Baxter, is saying that on the Jim Baker show that 2017 may be the greatest year of prophetic fulfillment yet in history. You know, every man knows in part, every man prophesies in part, but hey, you know, the things that he's mm-hmm. saying, they're actual happenings, but let's just find out what he had to say and then we'll talk about it. You've stated in 2017 that it may be the greatest year a prophetic fulfillment in history. What do you mean by that? Well, the reason I say that is because there are two major prophetic fulfillments, and either of them could happen within the next 12 months. The one I think we mentioned maybe briefly, and that's the war that's going to kill one-third of mankind. Mm -hmm. It's the sixth trumpet war. Uh, It's located in Revelation 9, verse number 13 through 21. When the sixth trumpet sounds... This war is going to take place. It will start from the Euphrates River. Since they're fighting up and down the Euphrates right now, Mm -hmm. then it's very possible that we could already be in that war. We don't know that for sure yet. But it's coming. There's nothing going to change it because the prophecies always come to pass. The other major prophetic fulfillment is the Middle East Peace Agreement, which will mark the beginning of the final seven years. Like we've said before, Donald Trump wants to reach that agreement. Uh, The whole world wants there to be an agreement to solve the Palestinian-Israeli problem, and it is going to happen. The only question is when. I I suppose maybe, uh, Pastor Jim, at this time, it'd be really good because I don't like to just pull things out of the air without allowing people to sort of understand it. You know, when we talk about the sixth trumpet, most people say the trumpets, you know, I I don't know anything about the trumpets. Uh, Well, I'd always been taught that the trumpets would all happen during the final seven years and the church was going to be gone. So I didn't bother with the trumpets too much. But then when I found out the scriptures teach that we'll still be here, I started investigating and I begin to understand, and I believe I can prove that the first five trumpets have already sounded now. Mm-hmm. Whoa, I w- can you do it fast? Oh, wow. I want to hear it. Wow. Okay. Wow. The, the first one I understood was the third trumpet. I, I kept hearing that, you know, the Bible says in the, under the third trumpet, a star by the name of Wormwood would fall to the ground. The waters would be made bitter and many would, men would die because of the waters. Well, I started hearing back in 1986 that the, the Russian word for Wormwood was Chernobyl. Well, the Chernobyl nuclear accident occurred on April the 26th of 1986. Well, I, you know, when you're in the prophecy Ministry, you hear crazy things. Sure. I mean, I've got seven. I've got seventy-five antichrist in my filing cabinet right now. <laughs> uh, so you hear all kinds of things. So I've always tried to be really careful because I didn't want to discredit the marvelous prophecies with baseless speculation. So I just sort of shoved that. I thought, surely not. Surely not. Well, in 1995, I was writing the manual for our Understanding the End Time series. We have a a series called Understanding the End Time. It's uh, 14 DVDs, and it really gives a person what they really need to know to get a good grasp of the prophecies of the Bible. So I was writing a manual for this series in 1995, and sometimes writing flows, and sometimes you get writer's block. Mm -hmm. Well, it was flowing that day. I was sitting there typing, and it was going, and I was feeling so good. My door was closed to my office and all of a sudden, it's like a little voice spoke to me, not audibly, but said, you know that thing you heard about 
um, Wormwood, about Chernobyl being Wormwood. And uh, I want you to check that out. <laughs> so I reached over and, and pulled my phone book out and called the local library, asked for the reference department. And I said, ma'am, I've heard that the Russian word for, Cher- for Wormwood is Chernobyl. Could you research that for me and tell me whether that's true or not? She says, it is true. For you see, the Russians used uh, wormwood for medicinal purposes and it turned their tongues black and the Russian word for black is Chernin and they begin to call wormwood Chernobyl. And she rattled off the top of her head the awfulest bunch of information. Oh, I... And I said, ma'am, I'm going to be wanting to write an article about this. Could you give me documentation? She said, I'll call you back. She called me back in 20 minutes. She had the books. She had the page numbers. She had a Russian dictionary. She had it all laid out. I was in awe because God, I felt like, told me to call. And of all the people to get on, I said, one more thing, ma'am. Thank you very much for helping me. But it's not normal that you knew all this off the top of your head. How'd you know this? She said, oh, I'm working on my doctorate in Russian right now. And I've been studying these things. Um, (laughs) So of all the people in the world, God had me call that person. Yeah. 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 Well, then I did... I, I bought a book called The Truth About Chernobyl written by one of the scientists that was there that night. And what happened was they wanted to do an experiment and they dis- disabled some of the safety equipment and they had the rods raised that stopped, that kept the nuclear reaction from happening inside the Chernobyl nuclear reactor. reactor. So they had raised the rods and it started heating up too fast so the person in control quickly said, put them back down, put them back down too late. The rods had become warped and they couldn't get them back down. The first nuclear explosion hit and it drove a two million pound concrete lid off the top of the reactor. It came back down cocked, exposed in the atmosphere to a full nuclear fire. The second explosion hit and drove nuclear <gasps> material one mile into the air. It, oh, then was, it then was carried by the wind into Sweden, into Germany, and throughout Europe. The result was it rained incessantly for the next uh, five days. It filled the waters of Europe with these nuclides, cesium-137. Anybody that drank that, ingested that nuclide, it goes to your bone marrow and has a half-life of 30 years. Well, the prophecy says that the waters were made bitter and many men died because of the waters. Mm. 125,000 so far have died. And the doctors and the scientists estimate that there are 2 million people in Europe right now that are going to have cancer. Mm. The thyroid cancer rate in the area of Chernobyl is 248 times normal. Mm. I became convinced that the third trumpet sounded in 1986 after I saw all the evidence. It was undeniable. Well, then I thought, but what about the first trumpet and the second trumpet? Well, I read those two, and the second trumpet, it says that there would be a great star that would fall into the earth. Let me see if I can quote this from memory. It, It says that there's a great war and that one third of the ships that were in the sea were destroyed and that there was a great mountain burning with fire that was cast into the sea. I thought, that's never happened. So I thought, well, maybe I'm wrong. So I sort of put it on the shelf for a few months. But then one day I got to thinking about World War II, the greatest war the world's ever known, 52 right. million dead. Yeah. And so I said to my research assistant, Kathy, I said, Kathy, go to the library and find out how many ships participated in World War II and how many of them were sunk. She walked back in three or four days later and she laid a piece of paper on my desk 
and I looked at it, and it said 105,127 ships participated in World War II, and 36,000 of them were sunk. Well, that's just right at one-third. One-third of the ships were destroyed. I said, Kathy, I didn't ask you to cook the books. I want to know the truth. Because, you know, sometimes when people work for you, they want to please you. Yeah. And so she said, oh, no, honest. The librarian helped me. That is the fact. Well, now I'm really wowed. And then I thought, well, what's this mountain burning with fire cast in the sea? Well, World War II, the first atomic bomb cast on Hiroshima. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen a mushroom cloud? It's like a great mountain burning with fire. I have pictures of it. Yeah. And I then realized that World War II was the second trumpet. Well, then that makes World War I the first trumpet. Well, then the, under the fifth trumpet, the Bible says that the bottomless pit was opened and smoke came out of the pit and the sun and the sky were darkened by reason of the smoke. In 1991, when Herbert Walker Bush forced Saddam Hussein to withdraw from Kuwait, in vengeance, he set 700 of the world's richest oil wells on fire. I have pictures. The sky was dark. The sun was not seen for over three months in Kuwait. It looked like it was midnight at noonday. And then it said that locusts came out of the smoke with breastplates of iron, faces of men. Their stings were in their tails. I thought, what's that? It sounds like a guy trying to describe an airplane that's never seen one. John the Revelator. Right. I saw locusts of iron, breastplates of iron, faces of men. It's Pilate sitting in the cockpit. And then it says, and this is the clincher to me, verse 11 of chapter number 9 of Revelation says, and they had a king over them called the destroyer. In the King James it says Abaddon or Apollyon, but you look up both those words and it says the destroyer. Mm -hmm. Many translations now say they have a king over them called the destroyer. What does that mean? Well, I was on my way to preach a conference. Judy, my wife, was driving me. And she said, hey, your new Jerusalem Post just arrived. You want to take it? I said, yes. And so there was an article in there about the last family out of Baghdad. It was not a prophecy article at all. But this lady was telling the story that her mother, no, I said that wrong. Yeah, her mother was in Baghdad and Saddam Hussein's mother was pregnant with Saddam. And she was having a terrible pregnancy. Why does that surprise me? Anyway, yeah. uh, she was having this horrible pregnancy, and the Iraqi doctors wanted to, her to abort, but she didn't want to abort. So she moved to the Jewish sector of Baghdad where the finest doctors lived, and they nursed her through that pregnancy. In this article, you're not going to believe this, in this article in Jerusalem Post, it said, I named him Saddam because it means the destroyer, and he almost destroyed me. Mm. Oh. They have a king over them mm. named the Destroyer. Wow. Mm. I came to believe then that the fifth trumpet sounded in 1991, which means the sixth trumpet is the next scheduled event, the war that's going to kill one-third of mankind, and it's going to happen from the Euphrates River, and ISIS has captured 40% of the Euphrates in the last two years. Mm. That's the reason I'm telling you, it looks like to me, that's the next major event that could happen in 2017. Wow. So, uh, <laughs> then there was that. that's a shocker. Well, I remember these events. I remember them distinctly. I remember Wormwood. I remember they poured concrete upon top of concrete. It's literally a, a mountain of concrete trying to stop to, it. To, if, yeah. I guess you could stop it or cover it while it burns. A two million 
ton or two million pound cover was blown off. It's just amazing. Not good. Yeah. <laughs> Not good at all. And uh, so you know, you know, we know a part and prophesying part, but that definitely fits. You know, and, and think about it too. He's talking about the trumpets. Mm-hmm. You have the, the 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 title deed to earth in the book of Revelations, where you know they said, "Who is the one that's worthy to unloose this the seven seals on this?" And it really is the title deed to earth. And whoever can do it, we can reclaim the earth mm-hmm. because. Each of these seals, when they're released, will, will bring the earth back to the place that it needs to be. And of course, everybody began to cry because there was nobody worthy to be able to redeem the earth. And all of a sudden, they said, wait a minute, there is one person that's worthy. And they looked, and it looked like some, a, a land that had been sacrificed. It was Jesus Christ. He's worthy to unloose these seals. And what happens is every time one of these seals are unloosed, something else happens. Something else happens that brings us closer to redeeming all things, new heaven, new earth. And, and so the last particular seal, when it's removed, then it releases seven trumpets. And these seven trumpets, each time a trumpet is blown by an angel, then something happens. And he's saying, like, we're at the fifth. The fifth. And I think it was pretty interesting, too. You heard the 2007 Kim Clement word about... The next is the sixth trumpet. Yeah, well, you think about Kim Clement when you get the prophetic word in 2007, talking about Trump. Mm. You know, and all of a sudden, you know, against anybody thinking it could possibly happen, God establishes, you know, Trump, a trumpet, and all of a sudden they want to be able to resolve these issues in the Middle East that they're talking about. Mm -hmm. And these things could potentially, you know, all of a sudden that come and land grab that we talked about on VFN TV, prophecy is just being fulfilled rapidly. But the big thing about it is, you know, if you know the Lord, I mean, everything's cool, Mm -hmm. but we got to tell everybody we can that the time for life as we know it, the dispensation of grace is getting shorter and shorter and shorter. Well, it's happening as we speak. I mean, economy's being set up. I think the groundwork is being set up for what's going to happen. You know, it all depends on who the leader is. And they want global, uh, there's people out there that want global government. When you heard, uh, there was the former candidate for president, that was running for president, um, Hillary Clinton. She was running for president and she was talking about at some of the interviews at, at Goldman Sachs and those speeches reportedly that she was talking about having one, one economy, you know, have Mexico, South America, Central America, Canada, mm-hmm. have a, just one economy. George Soros was talking about these global bor- the borders, he wants a the global, easing of down of the borders. easing down of borders. And, and then you're looking at some of the prophetic things that God has shown me in regards to paper money being just removed. And you think about this, when we saw what took place when um, Sister Diana uh, was going back to muzzle on a previous program mm-hmm. and showing us what it was like, modern day Nineveh, where ISIS came in, they took all the Christian literature and books, printed books, and piled them up and burned them and all you had was ash left. Now imagine if all your money is digital. I mean, they won't have to actually stack your money up mm-hmm. and burn it. They can just go, poop, push a button, all of a sudden you just lost 20% of your money. As we saw in the earlier part of the program, <laughs> pull the cupcake off, you or put it, it back. You know, put it back, you gain weight and lose money at the same time or something, I don't know. But these, these things, it's like we're moving into that day right now when with this economy and this digitized, and, and people say, you're the beast, and it's like, it's, it's, you're talking, not talking about a monster, you're talking about a system. Yeah. And you're talking about people who are adversarial towards God and they'll have some sort of system. They're looking for ways to be able to manage and control people. But even right now, right now, 
Corporations know more about your family than you, family than you do. Mm-hmm. You know why? A lot of the family members have their own little iPad, their own computer, or their little iPhone or Android phone, and everything they do is being monitored and tracked. We'll have that on a future program for you. And it's going into this big data pile, and they're marketing, but also they know what's going on and the tracking of, of what's going If you can track a cupcake coming off a shelf, you're walking around with your, <laughs> they can have selfless, Don't you know, be surprised. Dri- selfless drivers, driverless cars. You know that they know that, that. So all this is coming together. And it's really great if you don't have evil people over it. But you know, we always carry things to extremes. We'll be talking in a future program about that because every 40 years there's a cycle since the beginning of time that takes place and we're coming to the end of what we call a we generation and it always crashes towards the end and reboots mm-hmm. under the next one, which would be a me, more focused me generation. You've just been listening to the highlights from VFN TV and the Data Radio program, where we're keeping the conversation light. Listen or watch more programs and check out the VFN Torch at VFNTV.com. Don't forget about our VFN TV app, where no matter where you are, you can take the light with you and share with your friends. We want to thank our sponsors and partners who make this program possible. Take the time and support our sponsors. You can locate them at vfntv.com and select sponsors. If you'd like to become a sponsor or a partner, you can do so at vfntv.com. VFN TV and the Daily Radio Program, where we're keeping the conversation light.